We're on a mission from God. On this episode of the Ministry of Motion Pictures podcast. Yeah, I, I think the problem has been that we haven't encouraged filmmakers to, to increase and produce top quality safe and family films. And then, and then if they're not being celebrated and promoted and distributed properly to a target market, then how do they get out there? So we're, we're, we're trying to connect the dots for everyone, including for ourselves. And, and in doing that for ourselves, we're bringing everybody along with us. My guests in this episode are the organizers of the Canadian International Faith and Family Film Festival, also known as KIF, which is held in Toronto every October. These two hardworking gentlemen are also filmmakers. They're Raphael Calamat and Jason Barbeck. Making a film is tough enough, but to make films and run a festival? I can't imagine the work that's involved in that. But I can tell you that these men saw a need to provide a venue for Christian filmmakers in Canada, and they've been pouring their lives into this showcase event. I want to thank you, Raphael and Jason, for being here with me on this podcast. This is episode 22. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your film festival? Well, this year is the uh, third annual Canadian International Faith and Family Film Festival. It's better known as KISS. And, you know, we're, we're thrilled and blessed to have such a wide variety of content. And uh, we got started because we created a faith-based film called Adam's Testament. And that was a, um, a faith-based film we shot in 2015 and got, got released in 2017. And Todd, we realized that we didn't really have a platform for this type of film. Uh, going to uh, Christian and faith-based conferences and film festivals in the U.S., we realized quickly that uh, we kind of fit into a box that uh, is neither secular or faith-based because it's really edgy. So uh, we created this festival out of the need to be able to showcase our film. But not only that, we realized that all these uh, filmmakers, writers, producers, actors really didn't have a place to showcase their content either. And so uh, being in Canada, there was nothing like it. So a few years ago, we decided to, to put this festival together here in Toronto. We started off the first two years at University of Toronto at the Film Studies Building. They had a great facility. And then we moved on to the Hotel X, which is on the c grounds, and uh, a great place for, for this to be an international festival. So now this year, we've, we've had 178 submissions from 23 participating countries, making this really an international film festival. Wow. Uh, you know, I really think, Todd, the world is ready for this type of festival. The stories of redemption, inspiration, courage, faith, and family. You know, our ministry is really being media missionaries. And it couldn't be possible without the support of our filmmakers, and that's why it's really taken off. You hold this at the same time as TIFF, right? The Toronto International Film Festival. Or, or thereafter? Did you, was that intentional? It's really at the tail end of the film festival. Yeah. Um, we want to be able to, you know, maybe just tail off a little bit on the media that comes out and the people, but really it's a different type of festival. The time of year is perfect, September being a time of year where everybody's back at school and work, and, and uh, the season is really great, so we thought it would be a great time to have it. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of people in town for TIFF, so, you know, when I've been down there uh, during TIFF, uh, you know, it seemed like a nice rollover into that. Well, absolutely. The only challenge we have at this point is lots of times people's schedules are booked solid, uh, wall-to-wall, with these 
celebrities and their PR agents and screenings. So they really have them hustling around from venue to venue, you know. And uh, we've had a bit of spillover with media, but not too much. This this will come when you have the bigger stars that come in. So you know, as soon as the media gets wind of, let's say, somebody uh, you know from Hollywood that's at our festival, they're going to want to know what's going on over there. Um, and then that sort of will, will gravitate towards Kiff at the Toronto Hotel X, which is right pretty much downtown Toronto as well. That's a, that's a great idea. Uh, and, and, and certainly a lot of people, these aren't household names. So, I mean, some people are, are well-known, like Kevin and Sam Sorbo and what they do. Uh, and But we honor Canadian actors uh, as well who participate in a lot of family films. We gave Graham Greene uh, yeah. the Lifetime Achievement Award. Carrie Solomon and Chuck Cosman, who produced and wrote, you know, God's Not Dead and, and movies like that, we gave them a lot of, uh, of uh, encouragement by uh, giving them the Lifetime uh, Achievement Award uh, in faith-based films, and they got it for Unplanned, um, which was uh, started with uh, Ashley Bratcher, who won for Best Actress at, at our award show. Uh, we had great movies like uh, John Gruder's Tortured for Christ for Best for a Documentary, and we celebrate music videos and animation, short films. Uh, so we encourage filmmakers to submit their films and really get showcased. What is it like now in the Christian film market? You, you guys are at sort of an advantaged position to see what's happening. And what, what can you tell me about the, the market right now? Well, it seems it's uh, really growing because of things like the Kendrick Brothers, who just came up with Overcomer, and they've just hit $34 million, uh, domestically, and they're just going worldwide now. You have the other one by Devon Franklin called uh, Breakthrough. That's already hit $50 million. So, you know, the, the appetite's there. Uh, the world is, you know, clamoring for redemptive, feel-good stories that aren't just your typical soccer mom-type Midwest films. These are getting a little more edgy, a little more mainstream. I mean, in fact, the film that won at our festival last year was called I Can Only Imagine, and that's done well over $120 million now. Yeah. And these films film. are made very modestly for like five, seven, ten million dollars $10 million. Yeah. So they're doing quite, quite well. Um, you know, and they start bringing in stars like, you know, Jennifer Garner. There's people like Jim Caviezel and people like Mel Gibson who really make a splash in the industry. But there's what's changing right now is the quality of films that are coming out. And I think that's why the secular market, as we call it, is, are they're turning their heads and seeing a better product. And these redemptive uh, films uh, really touch the heart. And so uh, even though they're looking after the, the dollars, they're really seeing that the quality of films are going up because of the accessibility to, 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 uh, to, to the uh, technology and what's available right now. Uh, festivals like ours are really making a splash also. Uh, to celebrate these filmmakers, and they're saying, "What's this over here? What's happening?" And, and the and because we're, we're ha we have a program like uh, church screening program where we're, we're able to showcase these films not only at churches but at um, educational facilities, colleges, universities, high schools, and uh, community centers. Um, the filmmakers are loving it because they get exposure. And distributors are, are loving it as well because they're we're getting their films out there through a licensing deal. And uh, we're able to raise funds for our charity, and um, the church is raising funds for their uh, for their facility. So it's really a three-way win situation. Um, but I would love love to see more animation, more more films such as you worked on, Todd, like The Promise. 
think we're, we're looking forward to seeing that film in our festival next year. Canadian content would be great because we're not getting so much. And I don't want independent filmmakers to be discouraged to, to submit their films because of all these larger films and studios that are submitting because we're really celebrating short films and independent filmmakers. Yeah. I think that whole uh, this short film thing is a great place to begin, especially nowadays, because it there's possibilities for life for these short films in the streaming marketplace that you know we've not seen before. Yes, yeah, incredible films too. I mean, we were very impressed with the, the short film submissions this year from around the world, many different countries, and great, great themes. You know, and people like that. They'll buy the short film package and they'll come in and spend an hour or an hour and a half watching shorts, music videos, um, anime, whatever it may be. And they range from, you know, two minutes to, say, 20 minutes. So there's a lot of really good content out there to, to tell your message, yeah. especially music videos, too. Yeah, this year we had um, a, a bunch of films. So we were celebrating approximately 20 short films. And, and the other years we weren't able to showcase because of our time restraint, uh, having the amount of cinemas where we were showcasing in two cinemas simultaneously for 12 hours a day and, and, and so it's, it's really hard to get all those submissions in and but short films give us the opportunity to showcase a lot of films so we really really wanted to celebrate that this year we had a Canadian film called Three Feathers um, a win this year and that, that was really great uh, but there's some some great films like My First Funeral, The Encounter, Shoot for the Moon, The Devil Goes Down Right, Jason? These films people don't hear of on a regular basis. And we're developing a platform, much like Netflix or Kiffflix, but for filmmakers called Kiffflix, T-I-F-F-L-I-X dot C-A, and that's our website. And we're, we're trying to uh, develop something where all these nominations, all these films that get submitted, have a place where they could live. Because a lot of them just are going on the shelf and collecting dust. And... Uh, the other categories, Jason, we've got Best Screenplay, Best Music Video, New Media, uh, and then we celebrate things like Best Director, Best Lead Actor, Faith Achievement Award. Uh, so it'd be great. Next year we're, we're doing it uh, mid-September again, September 19th, and we're going to open up on a Friday night gala, mixer, registration, along with a full day on Saturday. How many people did you have attending uh, this last year? Just a little 570 this year. Uh, the other years we had more people, but it was over a course of three days. So for a one-day festival this year, uh, we, we wanted to give that a try, and so we, we, we hit the record attendance on a one-day. Oh, wow. And, and we uh, selected 50 films, 50 official selections, 30 screenings in 14 categories. Uh, so it was, it was really great. So do you, and um, yeah, we'd love to have you out next year and, and have your listeners come out and, and enjoy this. I hope we can make that happen. Raphael, tell me a little bit about you. Okay, thank you. Well, I'm originally from Montreal. You know, I've been involved in, in, um, in film and uh, theater for a number of years, close to over 25 years I've been in, uh, in film and, and theater. It's a multicultural uh, city, and, and I've learned a lot growing up in Montreal. Where do I start? At the age of nine, I was auditioning for stage and film. I uh, later went to Thomas Darcy the Center for the Fine and Performing Arts. Um, I studied theater there for five years and continued my studies at Dawson College in film and communications. I tried working in every capacity possible, everything from an act extra to a stand-in to uh, you know, working in the technical department. 
And that gives, has given me a well-rounded appreciation and understanding for the film and theater industry. Uh, then I moved into uh, working and meeting Jason on set here in Toronto. We met on the set of, was it Flashpoint, Jason? Yeah, Flashpoint. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we met there and then later on Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, we're both union producers and, act, and union actors with uh, the Alliance of Canadian Radio Television Artists and the Canadian Media Producers Association. And we uh, got together, we had a lot in common, started shooting reels for actors, reenactments, uh, so they could have uh, something on their reel, and uh, moved on to um, writing and, and producing smaller shorts and finally uh, making our first feature film back in 2015 called Adam's Testament. So that's the cold notes version. You guys are independent filmmakers trying to crack this nut. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> we, uh, we, we've traveled quite a, quite a bit together as well to everything from the American film market to uh, the International Christian Film Festival. We have a seminar that we do called Conceive, Believe, Achieve. Uh, we talk about distribution, general business, writing, screenplay in the faith industry. And so, so we do a 70-piece uh, slideshow uh, talking about how the faith industry is involved. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And we just keep our, uh, uh, keep our T's crossed and our eyes dotted with our uh, charity that we work for, just called uh, the Artists and Christian Testimony International. We've been around for about 40 years and support artists. Uh, in the industry. So that's our parent charity, and we developed the KIP, which is the Canadian International Faith and Family Film Festival. So tell me a little bit about that that charity. Yeah, Artist and Christian Testimony, uh, Dr. Byron Spradlin started that about 45 years ago um, at um, Franklin, Tennessee, and they branched off to Canada. So they have about... Um, I believe they have about 250 charities uh, connected to them, artists, and I think there's about probably, I think there's about 30, 20 to 30, is that right, in Canada? And we're one of them. So basically, they're, they're a charity that offer you an umbrella for a smaller groups or artists, sculptors, writers, producers like us that are trying to build up on their own smaller charities, but, you know, it's hard to start on your own, so they're helping people get started. And it's actually worked out quite nicely. Um, you know, they have something called a gathering every year where they all come together and, you know, and it's a lot of music and art. And now they've actually included a, a film segment to their uh, to their uh, festival there at the gathering. So when we, we came in under KIF, so Canadian International Faith and Family Film Festival. And it's been uh, it's been great so far. We're, you know, we're really getting a lot of awareness in, in, uh, in our field and in Canada. Yeah, Warwick Cooper heads up uh, the uh, division here in Canada with uh, Patty Bowman Kingsley, and they they really just mobilize artists and equip them uh, to for their innovative and unique ministries through the arts. Huh. So uh, it's a it's a not for profit. We're a non denominational festival, so it's just open to everyone. And what that means is we we all our films that are submitted and we work on our Judeo Christian value films. Yeah. And then we have the family portion films, which are uh, just kingdom values, you know, great films that people could come out with the whole family and see. So uh, we, we, we love what we do, and uh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to welcome people with open arms. Jason, tell me a little bit about you. Okay, I'm Jason Barlick, one of the uh, 
co-founders, co-directors, co-writers, co-producers of Adam's Testament. And I was born on the other side, um, far away, Windsor, Ontario, of uh, southwestern Ontario. And I went to school for music theater, so I spent three years up at Sheridan learning that craft. And then spent about five years doing summer stock and singing and dancing my way across Ontario and hitting casinos and doing that kind of fun stuff until I got into the voice world and film and TV. And uh, I did a lot of commercials, endorsing major products like you know GM, McDonald's, things like that along the way. And it was really great. I developed my own home studio, so I was able to sort of do a lot of stuff from home. And uh, yeah, the radio world was great, the voiceover world. Uh, I kept writing. I was always writing shorts and little projects. Adam's Testament was one of them. I wrote that back in 98 as a short, and it literally collected dust until I met with Raphael. And we um, had an opportunity to very quickly uh, turn this short into a feature film uh, screenplay so we could shoot it. So we spent about two months writing this into a feature, and then we just jumped into it. And we, because of budget, we basically wrote it ourselves and produced it and directed it ourselves. And because of the TIP-1 program in Canada here with our union, ACTRA, we were able to sort of bring in a lot of, uh, you know, Canadian and um, some international artists for a very uh, nominal rate that was conducive to our budget. And because they liked the script, they were on board. So we had about 30 casts in about eight and nine locations uh, locally in Toronto, and including our own studio that we kind of makeshift built, and we were actually building as we were going. You know, we had to have an interrogation office built in 24 hours, and that was pretty interesting, but it turned out great. Uh, so we did that, and, and then we tried to get our film into festivals, but it just wasn't happening, especially in Canada. It did well in the U.S. There's a couple of great festivals down there, Christian festivals. And we said, well, there's no festivals in Canada like this, so we need to start one. And we always, we're both big fans of the film festival circuit, so we uh, we love traveling them and being part of it. So we, we thought, let's start one here. Mm. And it was very well received uh, from year one. You know, people just jumped all over it, and it's been growing ever since. So now year three, we're at 177 submissions from over 22, 23 countries, and uh, it's just growing. Um, the awareness has been great. We've been on all kinds of shows, uh, 700 Club, Huntley Street, uh, a lot of radio, TV, lots of podcasts like this one here. And we love to travel to these festivals where we can set up our booth and uh, engage with people live so we can talk about what we do and try to get them enrolled in, in not just growing the kingdom, but learning about you know filmmaking. Because when you come to these festivals like ours, there's some great panels where you can actually hear it from the horse's mouth, like the distributor, the producer, the director, the writer. Yeah. And uh, you're going to walk away with a wealth of knowledge because that's how we learned. And that's how we still learn. We go to other events and listen to public speakers, and we take that knowledge back and try to try to give back the kiff. So we're media missionaries, uh, as it were. So you're sort of missionaries to filmmakers first because you're equipping them, right? <laughs> That's and, give, right. and giving them a, a forum and a, and a place to showcase their stuff. Yeah, I, I think the problem has been that we haven't encouraged filmmakers to to increase and produce top quality faith and family films. Yeah. And then and then if they're not being celebrated and promoted and distributed properly to a target market, then how do they get out there? So yeah. we're we're 
trying to connect the dots for everyone, including for ourselves. And and, and doing that for ourselves, we're bringing everybody along with us. And why not? It's it's a great way to do it. And uh, we're we're thrilled to have uh, you know our our core sponsors like uh, the Actor Fraternal Benefit Society. They're the underwriters for the Writers Guild of Canada and the Alliance of Canadian Radio Television Artists. And we have the Canadian Bible Society. That's uh, our faith pillar, which has really been supporting us. And now we find that people are jumping in, universities, other studios, distributors. They really want to be part of this. Um, and it's amazing how much American support we're getting uh, from, uh, for our festival. So really great. Can't wait to jump on our next project. We're, we're, we're always pushing. We're always pitching. And um, we're really happy to uh, team up with you, Todd, uh, to be able to uh, move forward and things in the future. Yeah. And what's great is some of our sponsors, like the, you know, they really believed in us from the grassroots, like Canadian Bible Society, uh, Redeemer University, um, you know, like Raphael mentioned, AFBS, which is through ACTRA, and they just really supported us from the beginning, and they love to see us grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been it's been really uh, exciting to have them, uh, you know, by our side because in the beginning it's very very tough sort of get your name out there. People still say, who are you guys? Kiff, never heard of you guys. And then others are like, oh, I've been seeing lots of stuff on you on, you know, on radio, on news, uh, whatever. Well, one great example of that is, uh, Jason, remember when we had the Israel Ministry of Tourism reach out to us this year out of nowhere and said they've been following us for the last three years and they want to be part of it. And so it's great to be able to uh, to have such support So from the state of Israel and, or you know, turning on the TV and everybody calling us and saying, you guys are on Hannity, or you're on Fox right now, they're talking about the festival. <laughs> you know, things like that reassure us and confirm to us that we're, we're on the right path, or we're doing the right thing. It is intimidating for young filmmakers to think, okay, so I've made a film, or I'm going to go make a film, who's going to see it, where am I going to show it, where it's going to get accepted. It's extremely intimidating. And, I, I, and the one thing you, you need is stamina, I tell you, because you, you keep hitting these walls when you when you get into this marathon, from the writing to the uh, you know to the producing to the shooting, when you're actually boots on the ground on set on location, and then to the post, the post is a whole other animal. Yeah. And you and then distribution, you have to see it through. You know, you have to have the stamina and have the excitement not to to get beat up because you do get beat up a lot. Yeah. A lot of rejection. It is the most difficult art form to to work in. <laughs> it, it, it is difficult, um, but. I think, you know, through the panels and workshops that we're offering and the fellowship that's happening at these events, be it here in Canada or in the U.S., uh, the filmmakers are learning a lot in, in a one or two or three days. And they're connecting with people. I mean, this year's panel had some great people on it. You know, we had uh, producers and writers and directors. We've had people like Cindy Bond, who was the producer for I Can Only Imagine last year. We had Sam Sorbo come out, who did uh, Miracle in East Texas and Let There Be Light. And they talk about how difficult it is, but you need to network and talk to people, otherwise they don't know what you're working on. Yeah, that's and, right. You might that's get true. a lot of no's. I mean, Jason, how many no's have we gotten in our lives as, as performers and, uh, and producers? But you need to keep on pushing because when you get that yes or you get the green light to work in some shape or form in the industry, it's, it's very satisfying. I'll continue my conversation with Raphael and Jason in our next episode as we turn our attention to the real-world realities of being an independent filmmaker in the faith-based space. You can find more information about KIF in the show notes on the Ministry of Motion Pictures website. And looking ahead, 
Dr. Gary Bettison from Lancaster University in UK will be with me to talk about the new Hollywood cinema of the late 60s and early 70s and its filmmakers, which include Sidney Lumet, Richard Donner, Hal Ashby, Francis Ford Coppola, Roman Polanski, and many, many others. This is going to be a fascinating look into a recent and very revolutionary era of cinema history that we don't hear much about. Thank you for joining me on the Ministry of Motion Pictures podcast. You'll find show notes and more information about us at ministryofmotionpictures.org. What we do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> <laughs>